Do you ever make mothering decisions based on what you think other people are judging you on or what other people think about you? We all do at times, but this is just another perfectionism trap. And today, Cassidy Bella and I are tackling that topic. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at Simply Convivial, and I run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. And today I'm joined by a local homeschooling and YouTubing friend, Cassidy Bell. Cassidy is a mom of seven who has been homeschooling for six years. For almost 13 years, she's been married to her husband, Michael, who is among other things, the best road trip buddy, she says. <laughs> she coaches other moms by helping them simplify and bring joy to motherhood and their homes. You can find her on YouTube at Mama Bell's Home and at her website, mamabellshome.com. So welcome, Cassidy. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so what kind of plates are you spinning in your life right now? Okay, so the homeschool year just kicked off for us last week. So that is a lot. And as you said, seven kids, one of which is not in any kind of school. He's just a little guy. So that's a lot. And then just working on a new digital course to help moms simplify and bring joy into their homes by implementing the right systems and routines to help them alleviate some overwhelm and stress. Nice. So that's yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, but it's all good. Yeah. What's the age range of your kids there? Okay. So I have my one-year-old a two-year-old, almost three-year-old. And then my three-year-old is actually going to be four tomorrow. Oh, and then I have an almost eight, a 10, a 12, and then a 16. So a wide range of little ones in my house. <laughs> Those one and three-year-olds are the wild card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now, actually, I have my two toddlers. They're 14 months apart. So the three and the four-year-old. And they're two little peas in a pod. And they will, they're just, if one's doing it, they're both doing it. And um, they're really in sync, which I thought would be crazy having them 14 months apart. Uh, and just like busy. And it is crazy, but like crazy good. It's so fun to see them. And they're just like best friends. And they want to do everything together. But those two are the ones that really take my attention and focus. <laughs> my little one, he's uh, just now starting to like toddle, like the, in, explore the walking thing. So we haven't had too much exploration from that one yet. Like <laughs> we're still pretty, pretty calm compared to the toddlers. So we've chatted before mm -hmm. you know, just in person yeah. but talking about perfectionism and how it's just such a common struggle. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could talk to us today about where you've seen perfectionism in your own life okay. and then like how you've um, approached that or worked with that. Okay. So I think like you said, perfectionism is something to some degree, we all struggle with, and it can really be a joy thief. 
I think that especially with my homemaking and motherhood, I was a single mom really young. And I always felt like I had to be the perfect mom because everybody was watching and judging. And that really complicated things for me. And I found that I lacked a lot of joy because I was so focused on what other people were going to think or just not living up to the standard, whatever standard I had made up in my head. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like, I'm a, like a recovering perfectionist because nobody is actually perfect. There is no perfect. Uh, I think that God has equipped us uniquely and specifically for Mm -hmm. what we have been called to do. And all we need to do is be 1% better. As long as we're seeking to honor God and glorify him in all that we do, and we do our best while doing that, then we're doing it perfectly, right? If there is a sense of perfectly, as long as we're got our mindset on the right things and we're actively seeking to do that, then we are walking in it perfectly. And I think that when we sit here and try to look towards the end goal or whatever it is, the ideal thing that we have, we miss the mark. And it'll oftentimes stop you from ever even trying. So it's like, it's better to get started and be messy doing it than never start at all because you're really never going to hit the mark, right? So I, one of the things I have learned like through my YouTube journey is just to get 1% better every day. If you could just do one thing better or take a step towards the goal, one, one step at a time, baby steps, then you will get there eventually, but we're not going to be perfect on this side of eternity. And the idea of trying to be is negating what God gave us in Christ. And so it, yeah, just, I would say, lay it down. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your joy. And it's just going to complicate everything, if not stop you from ever trying. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you pointed out there that you noticed it was rooted in comparison or, you know, trying to please man. Yeah, exactly. And it's so a lot of times it does either perfectionism comes out of fear Mm -hmm. or it at least produces fear. Yes. Yeah. Or both. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, I think once I realized, cause I would say, oh, I don't really care what other people think, but deep down I really did. And I felt like I was just constantly trying to prove myself and keep up with what everybody else was doing. But in reality, like it wasn't right for me. What I was seeing other people do, whether it's like in the homeschool, in home, me personally, I was trying to be somebody that I was not created to be and were not gifts and talents that I had. And instead of sitting here focusing on what I don't have, celebrate the things that they do have, others have, you know, learn from others. But really, I just, I needed to refocus my mindset, like I said, and just understand that I'm here to please and honor God and nobody else. And whatever twisted idea I have about what perfect looks like, I am not meant to achieve perfect here. There's no sense of perfect from, you know, people. So look to Christ, take it to him, repent, believe, and just go, you know, that's how I feel. 
a lot of times our hunger for perfection is just a hunger for Christ. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he is our source of perfection. Yep. And he covers us with his, so we can, and that's where the joy comes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I, yeah, because like what a release of burden when Mm -hmm. you know, okay, I don't have to be perfect. I can just do my best and he covers me. Mm-hmm. And like what joy you can have knowing like I am forgiven. I've already been equipped with what I need and he's going to fill in the holes. I, I know like specifically with my homeschool journey, I have no teaching background. I am not like the mom that most like of society, I would say, sh- thinks should be homeschooling. And I remember when I brought it to my husband in the beginning of, I think we should homeschool. And one of the things he said was like, do you have the patience for that? (laughs) And it was like, no, but how am I ever going to have the patience? Right. And I, after like the first year, it was so hard to get my mind out of like traditional school in a building, public school, you know? And what homeschool looks like. And I remember having to like really think through it and realize, okay, yeah, not just in homeschool, but in life in general, I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to miss the mark. And I'm probably going to fill my children in one way or another, whether it's school or raising them life, whatever. But the beauty of that and something that really helped me be able to just relax in my homeschool journey, as far as like perfectionism and all that is concerned, was just but there's God, but God, like he fills in those holes. And if they're meant to and need, it will happen, whether it's by my hand or my teaching or by somebody else, like they will have exactly what they need. And I don't need to sit here and try to be everything for them and give them everything because it's not my job. Like I cannot Hmm. be everything for them. God is everything. So I think that when you realize that, like the peace and joy, like you said, that you can have knowing I don't have to be perfect. I don't need to do this perfectly. I just need to trust that God has me and that I'm going to be faithful because that's all that he asks of me is to be faithful in honoring and obeying. And so that's what I'm going to do. And it really, I think that was the huge pivotal moment as far as like my motherhood, my homeschool, just who I am as a person really changed because instead of trying to strive to do all these things and like keep up with the Jones, I was able to just really have peace and take a step back and realize like there is such beauty in the imperfection Mm -hmm. and Christ, like I'm being made more like Christ every single day. Like my heart is changing and I'm going to miss the mark and it's okay. Like we all mess up, but if we sit here and we let our mess ups or our imperfectionism haunt us, then we're only giving Satan a door, right? Like we're only giving him a foot in the door. And why do that? Like, that's just going to make things worse. So I would, yeah, I would just say, lay it down. It's not worth it. It'll, it, you know, I think that it's a thief of joy. Perfectionism is in a lot of ways, just a thief of joy. Yeah. So true. 
Yeah. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Be sure to come back next week for part two of my conversation with Cassidy, where she talks about recognizing when you are operating out of stress and fear rather than peace and joy, and then what to do about it. I have a free workshop all about perfectionism and how to stop the struggle and move forward with joy through baby steps. You can register for free and get instant access to that workshop by going to nomoreperfectionism.com. That's all one word, nomoreperfectionism.com. And of course, the best anti-perfectionist strategy is to repent, rejoice, repeat.